Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And Anthony Roque is off today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about the new FCC license fees for the HAM and GMRS radio services. We'll talk about the original proposal to change the fees, discuss the frustration from some radio users over the timeline for implementing them, and question why it took so long for the new fees to take effect. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. On August 26, 2020, the FCC released a proposal to amend the schedule of application fees on various radio services. This notice of proposed rulemaking, MD Docket Number 20-270, proposed to levy fees on amateur radio licenses and lower the application fee for a license on the GMRS. On March 23, 2022, the FCC released the effective date of the new application fee rates. These rates will become effective on April 19th, 2022. The question is, what took them so long? Is that the question? It's, it, this is the, the federal government, Rick. You, <laughs> you expect them to be prompt and, and quick about anything? I don't. I don't. I've I learned don't expect, my lesson. I don't expect anything from the government anymore, <laughs> to be honest, except maybe more taxes. <laughs> I just know that a lot of GMRS folks are going to be very happy now because this means that the GMRS license fee is now $35 for 10 years instead of $70 for 10 years. But on the flip side, the amateur, uh, the hams, are not going to be as happy because now what used to cost basically nothing now costs $35. Yes, we're going to have some sad hams because... <laughs> some sad hams. <laughs> we're going to have some sad hams we're because s- the... You're right. The ham fee went from $0 to... $35. So this is a mixed bag right here. This is a mixed bag. I guess it depends on which team you're on, Team Ham or Team GMRS, as to but whether you're going to be people, happy or not. Some people are on both teams. Some people play both both sides. And well, I, You know what? Anybody that's, that's on a team probably already has a license. So we're talking to people who don't have a license yet. Those, yeah, those guys yeah. are going to be sad. Or happy, depending on which team they're going to join. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, let's do some team building here, <laughs> and uh, let's let's uh, talk about this a little bit. But before we get into the whys and the wherefores of all this, 
and our speculation about the whys and the wherefores, I guess you could say, because it's really more speculation. That's what we do best on the two-way radio show, by the way. <laughs> it's really um, our job yeah, to speculate. That's what we do. But before we get into that, let's let's give a little backstory on what this whole thing was about, because the $35, either way you look at it, wasn't the original proposed fee. Uh, it, was, it was actually more than that. Um, so... I guess it's still kind of a mixed blessing. I guess you could look at it that way. But let's take a look at the timeline of this FCC proposal to change the license application fees. Now, on August 12, 2020, the FCC adopted a proposal to raise the amateur radio license fees. And uh, that was, uh, as I mentioned before, docket 20-270. And this proposal was released on August 26. 2020 was when when they actually released it. Um, and originally they were proposing a $50 application fee for new and renewal amateur radio licenses and a $50 fee for vanity licenses. Now, the vanity license fee was eliminated a few years earlier, uh, which really made a lot of hams happy. And, and a lot of them said, hey, you know, now I can get a vanity license fee for free. And then all of a sudden now they're proposing, at this point, they, they started proposing a $50 license fee for that, uh, which had the hams kind of up in arms again. Because they said, well, you just made it free, and now you want to charge us $50 for it. Um, and then uh, a $50 fee for a printed copy of the license, which um, we know some years back they did away with a printed copy and, and had you download them. Mm -hmm. uh, and now they wanted to offer a $50 fee for a printed copy of the license. Now, one of the other uh, fees that they wanted to uh, change was the, what was uh, up until this point has been the $70 license fee for GMRS. It was $70. They were proposing to lower that to $50. So, uh, that by itself would have been great for the GMRS crowd because they were paying $70, and here all of a sudden it was being reduced to 50 So that by itself was a good thing. Um, then in December 2020, the FCC amended the proposal to lower the fees uh, from there. And this was based on it, – it was largely based – on the comments that they received, a lot of them very negative. <laughs> yeah, I love it when the FCC throws out a, a like a, a proposed change to the amateur or even GMRS, I guess, but amateur especially because they, they have to throw it out for comment and then – Boy, do they get a lot of yeah, comments. They got, some, they got more comments than they really, really wanted to get, I'm sure. Remember, <laughs> I remember uh, when they did this with GMRS, they proposed the updates to um, GMRS and FRS, eliminating the license requirement for FRS back in, goodness, 2017. I think that's when it went into effect, but they proposed yeah, it yeah. like – Goodness, five years before that or something. something like more like ten years, I think, wasn't it? It was a long time. It, it was, was a it long was time. A that, long that's when time. I learned my learned about this how <laughs> fast the government works thing. It doesn't work fast. <laughs> yeah, I really wasn't surprised this time around. Uh, you know, because it, of the experience with the GMRS situation. We went through presidential administrations, I believe. Yeah. I think it was before like the, 
a, a couple presidents went through. I think we went. That. I think we went through one here too. <laughs> Come to think of it, <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, so what happened was they received all these comments and all this feedback, uh, mostly from really, really uh, agitated hams, saying, "Hey, why? How dare you charge this thirty-five dollar fee? Look at all we've done for you." Uh, you know, in the past, and we we we've talked about this. That, yeah, yeah, we, we, we we've had shows that. on this. Yeah, we've had a show on this before, and and we had uh, our yeah. I mean, yeah, and well, they're, not, they're not, ne- they're not necessarily <laughs> wrong, but I remember. Sorry. <laughs> I, I remember from the previous episode. I didn't do a lot of research for this episode, but I did a lot of research for the previous episode. We took sides. <laughs> we took sides, and uh, in my research, I you know read the whole thing, which takes me a long time because it's a lot of legal stuff, and uh, I'm a slow reader. But uh, you know what? The good I put thing the about work it? in, and basically, you know, it's it's just math is how they come up with that number: the thirty five dollar fee, the fifty dollar fee. They're mm-hmm. they're figuring out like. How much does it cost to run a ULS system? Mm. And then they're just spreading it evenly. And I think their big point was, look, the law does not allow us to favor one service over the other. This, the law says we have to be neutral on how we apply these fees. Yeah, so that's, to, that's why it ended up where it ended up. Fair. Which, which is, which is why they charge businesses, you know, for like hundreds of dollars for a license. Uh, well, the, the businesses, <laughs> they have to go, they have to do more work. Yeah, I know. They're, we're opening up a can of worms the, here. These, <laughs> these ham and GMRS licenses, they don't do any work. Do you, no, they don't. Somebody fills out a form and it's then the system automated. does it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, and the FCC acknowledged that. And, you know, while the FCC disagreed with a lot of the assertions from the hams and the ARRL, because the ARRL got heavily involved in this as well, representing the hams. Um, and, and the FCC disagree with them as to why the proposed $50 fees should not be charged at all. But they did acknowledge that one important point that you just brought up and that was brought up by, by so many others is that, well, um, the fees didn't really represent fairly the amount of effort required to process the fee because it was a largely an automated system, like you just said. I mean, they really don't have to do anything. It's unlike some they of the other- They have to provide the computer system is what they're yeah, doing, which, no, which isn't free. I mean, let's be fair. It's, they have to, you know, the federal government, once again, we're probably paying 20 times what it would cost a normal, you know, company or something to build this system. And it's probably a terrible system and it's probably- Slow and takes probably <laughs> takes ten times as many employees to run as you would expect. But considering so. the fact that they they already have the system in place for processing all of the other fees and for all the other licensing, then it it just it's already there. It's already there, and they're already using it for it's other things. There. But what just we having know, that Rick, one little thing many, in there? How many people do they have on staff? to maintain this system? How many IT guys are keeping this running and making sure it gets backed up and, mm. you know, all that? Th- On the flip side of that, how many federal employees does it take to change a light bulb? 
Let's not even go there. Well, the, the answer is <laughs> always more than you expect. Yes, more than you expect. And it costs a lot more. And the light bulb probably, they, they, they were probably billed, uh, what, $50 for the light bulb. So <laughs> I think you're a little low with the $50 for the could light be, bulb. Could be, could be. Those two and uh, $200 hammer to smash it with, you know, that kind of thing. They've only got um, the one contractor <laughs> they buy the light bulbs from. And for some reason, they're. <laughs> They're expensive. Uh, we're 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 going down a rabbit hole here. Let's get back to where we were. <laughs> we're doing what we do best. <laughs> exactly. Well, so they did acknowledge that you know it, it's really no skin off our nose to to process these license applications. It, it really doesn't cost us that much more. They acknowledge that. So so we knew we were you know, we, we, yeah, it, it wasn't some kind of farcical theory we're working off of they 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 admitted it so the so FCC, we, we talked them down fifteen dollars yeah to 35 yeah uh, so the FCC proposed to lower the GMRS application fee from 70 to to 50 and then they decided to lower them all to 35 so um, so they 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 approved that in December 2020 at the lower 35 dollar flat fee and um, they published the schedule of application fees of the commission's rules in the federal register on march 19th 2021 now this is where it becomes interesting because according to the notice the fees officially would take effect once it was sent to congress and the fcc systems had been updated and then the fcc would publish a notice of the actual effective date now here's where it gets really interesting is that the FCC didn't do this all at once. They, they didn't, uh, first of all, it took them a long time to get to a point where they were publishing some of the fees, like for the wired services. Yeah, this, this got us like a this, year ago, right? Because yeah. originally, the way we read this, um, this the, the law yeah, the fee, is the, that the schedule here. The new fees would take effect 30 days after the new updated law was published in the federal register. So this was approved in like December, but then it was March before it went to the federal register. We saw it when it went to the federal register and we're like, all right, so 30 days from now, April 19th, 2021, the new fees are taking effect. And we, we wrote a blog post and, and about there that. there was much rejoicing. <laughs> it was much rejoicing throughout the ham community until no, no, no. There, were, there was despair from the well, hams. There was rejoicing from the GMRSers. Well, that's true. But that, and then, then that was until everyone suddenly realized that no, 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 uh, no. Those fees are not going to take effect. Then we're doing fees for the wired communications. They were just doing. They were doing them sort of piecemeal. Right. It's like they they published there everything some, in there. Some fine print that we missed, and others, but yeah. mainly us. <laughs> we uh, they weren't going to. Our understanding was that, okay, they're going to publish this, and then they were going to implement it, and um, that's all she wrote. But nope, they took a piece of it at a time. They said, no, we're just going to implement these wired ones first, um, and uh, the other ones are come will come later. And that didn't seem like that was part of the deal. <laughs> now, here's what I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm, I'm just noticing this. March 19th, 2021 was the date that it went into the Federal Register. It was exactly one year later yeah. that they the, the, announced that the fees would take effect for the April 19th, 2022. 
Yeah. So exactly one year from when we originally thought they were going to take effect. Well, basically, what if that's coincidental. Well, uh, actually, actually, it was March twenty third, twenty twenty two, that they released the effective date of the new application fee rates for the wireless um, telecommunication services. So it was just like three days. It was like a year and three days, basically. Yeah, but originally, didn't we think that it was going to that this was going to go into effect thirty days after it was published in the Federal Register? We did. A lot of people did. Yeah, and so that and that's what caused a lot of the angst and a lot of uh, a a lot of the um, uh, how should I put it? I want to I want to be diplomatic. It made a lot of the GMRS people. Uh, angry, uh, unhappy. I I, I want to say angry is a strong word, but from some of the comments that we received in the blog and for the show over the past year, some of these guys were really not happy at all. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many calls we get from people who are waiting on this fee to drop from $70 to $35. Um, before they get a license. Now, I don't know if these guys are just using the radios without a license in the meantime or if they're holding off to, on buying the radios in general until the, the fee changes. But at least now we have a date. We know when the new fee is going to take effect. Yeah. We should have a party or something on April 19th, 2022. <laughs> well, you know, back, backtracking just a little bit, some of these guys were upset at the point where they were upset with us. You know, it's like, why are these fees still... Seventy dollars. Why aren't they thirty five dollars? Why aren't they? Th- We're yeah. not the FCC. We have yeah. nothing to do we with it. We did get some we, of the. You guys said the fees were changing. Well, yeah. we're just we're telling just, you what we're the messengers. We're, yeah, we're just telling <laughs> Don't you. Don't shoot we, us. They're telling us. Don't shoot us. They're, yeah, I, we're not the FCC. We have nothing. We have absolutely no control over that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it didn't stop people from getting upset. And actually, up until um, I think the day, two days before they actually published this, March 23rd, I was still getting um, comments in the blog. Oh, well, that's a check. Still $70. Still $70 as of March 21st. Still $70 as of March. I mean, people, there were people that would get in the blog and and just – Give us an up to the almost an up to the minute, <laughs> you know, update as to Eight, well, still seventy dollars. Eight seventeen p.m. Still seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, and so that that tells you just that tells you just how concerned some yeah, of these people it, were. There was more concern for this than I expected, but yeah. So <laughs> this is. You know, people take their hobbies seriously, and yeah, uh, I guess GMRS is more than a hobby for some people too. This is uh, that's true. Well, look, all that's bridge over troubled waters now because, or something like that, uh, because as of March twenty third, the FCC released the effective date, so and it's going to take a, uh, effect. I guess Tuesday, what what April do you think, 19th. Rick? Uh, what do you think, Rick? What is the uh, potential effect of this fee? Let's, let's skip. We know it's happening now. We know the date it's happening. What does that mean? Get your crystal ball out and uh, well, predict the future. The potential effects on ham. That's 
That's a good question. I, I, I'm pretty sure that there are some folks studying, trying to do a really quick study to get their ham license before the fees actually take effect. Uh, I can think of one person who just <laughs> did that. Uh, right. If, but if you're right. If you're if you were going to get your ham license anyway, mm-hmm. there is plenty of reason to do it sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. since you're going to save thirty five dollars, and that's not chump change. Thirty five dollars is uh, that's an extra UV five R you can throw True. in your collection. But after after the nineteenth. Um, will we see a sudden drop in in uh, applications for ham licenses? Will we see it stay the same, an increase? I don't know if we're going to see an increase per se. It might stay the same, but it might drop a little bit. And, and I'll tell you why I think that it might drop somewhat. And that is because of the reason for uh, some people wanting to get a ham license. There has, in the last... Uh, I would say in the last uh, two or three years, it seems to me that there's been an influx of uh, new hams joining uh, the ham community um, for a specific reason, and that is so that they can pretty much uh, just communicate with the ham, you know, the, the not just the prepper and but but people wanting to to have that reach that ham radios, particularly handhelds. Um, can can offer. I would get into a few conversations with people that were aspiring hams that were wanted to go for their license, uh-huh. and their reasons for getting into ham radio had nothing to do with the hobby. Really, they had more to do with just I just want to get on the air and communicate, get a radio, and just talk to people. And there's now nothing that, wrong that with does that. Does sound like the hobby though? Well, there's nothing wrong with that except. When you're thinking about the hobby overall, there are a lot of different aspects of the hobby. You know, some of them are you're DXing, imagining, some of them are, you yeah, know. You're, you're imagining the hammer being the, the DX guy that, that wants to, uh, or the- Or the emergency- re- HF person. Or the guy doing the emergency uh, communications, or the guy doing, you know, volunteering for different events and things like that. Yeah, the, you know, those, those guys. You kind of have like a, a GMRS use in your head, and you- you see people getting a ham license to use the radio similar to like GMRS guys. Would be exactly. Using radio. Exactly. And that's a slightly different. Not, not that there's really anything wrong with that per se, but I, it, I would get into these conversations with, with some of these people saying, why do I need to study for a ham license? So that's the first clue right there. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to study for a ham license? Uh, why, why do I need all this technical stuff? Just so I can talk on the radio. And then I would have to go into an explanation with them as to why they would need to study. You know, well, with ham radio, it's a, it's a type of hobby service where there's a lot of experimentation or it used to be a lot of experimentation going on. And it allows you to be able to build your own equipment to be able to get in and tinker with uh, existing equipment and do things that, that can put normal, uh, FCC compliant radios out of compliance unless it's deemed, you know, as a ham radio, as an experimental uh, device. And it allowed uh, you to uh, work with high voltages and things like that, things that could be dangerous. And you have to know some of this stuff so that you don't, first of all, cause 
uh, unwanted interference to others nearby and realize if you're doing that, you're responsible for it. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is you don't want to hurt yourself or someone else nearby. You know, you don't want to uh, get yourself fried or something. So you have to know some of this stuff kind of from a safety standpoint. And then they would come back to me again and say, well, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Who does that kind of stuff? And I just want I just want a radio that I can talk with to to my my buddy down the street. Well, then why don't you get a GMRS radio because then you don't have to study for the license. Yeah, I, I kind of agree so, with that. Uh, you know, I don't know what the impact of that those got. What do you think those people are going to go away now that the fee is thirty five dollars? Is that what you're getting at? I think. Yeah, I think some of that will go away because I realize, oh, I got to pay $35 and study for a license. And I think that before, because they realized that it was, uh, it didn't cost anything for the license, but they had to study. I think that was really more of an incentive. Oh, you know, I can study if I don't have to pay the money, mm -hmm. but if I don't have to pay $70. But I think what's going to happen here is that. This is going to be a plus side for GMRS all the way around, I think, because I think what's going to happen is because the fees lowered to $35, the people who might be thinking about getting into ham radio are going to say, well, for $35 and no study, I can get a GMRS license. It's not $70 anymore. So yeah. I think the incentives, the incentive to go with GMRS instead of ham for those guys are going, it, it, it's going to be a greater incentive. I kind of uh, so, could see that happening because uh, you're right. You do have a good number of people looking to get into ham to use uh, radios in the same way that GMRS would allow them to use radios. And mm -hmm. I, I think GMRS is kind of a launching pad for ham in yeah, some ways. In it's sort of like ways. a first step. It can be. Uh, if you um, get your GMRS license and you really enjoy it, then maybe it's time to move on to a hobby. I, I do think of amateur as being more of a hobby, and GMRS as being more of a you're, you're looking to use radios. Yeah, service. you're looking to use radios, and you need um, maybe a little more than FRS can provide. You need the repeaters. You need the higher power to really do what you want to do. Oh, but this gets me into the second point of that. When we get into the GMRS side of it and why I th the other reason why I think there'll be an, a huge uptick in GMRS uh, licenses, it's not just the money, but it's also the fact that more and more of these guys are getting into GMRS because they're saying, well, you know, I want a hobby. And ham, I don't want to have to study to get into that hobby. I just want to get into the hobby. And so they're going to go with GMRS and they're going to say, oh, well, this is my hobby, which it's on, on the face of it, there's nothing wrong with having there's nothing wrong with having FRS as a hobby. There's nothing wrong with having no. MERS or CB as a hobby. As a but, retailer of radios, I love yeah, that. Yeah, not, not a problem with that from what we can tell. But uh, on the flip side, technically, GMRS is not a hobby service. GMRS, and, and, and I'm only saying this because it's, it's opening up a can of worms. Um, but I'm, I'm saying this because... Some people don't treat it as a hobby. Some people treat it as a, it's a utility. And the ones that are getting into it as a hobby and that have been getting into it the last couple of years as a hobby when it's really not, they tend to get kind of um, belligerent about 
uh, about the people that are not using it as a hobby. Where, where you'll hear, oh, you know, I'm on channel 19, and all I hear are these kids. These kids get back and forth, and they're not given a call sign or anything like that. The FCC should do something. We should report on them. Well, guess what? GMRS is using the same frequencies as FRS, and those kids are most likely not giving call sign because they're talking on FRS, and you're hearing them on FRS, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with those what those kids are doing, and they're just having some fun with the radio. But it's my hobby. It's 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 a hobby. This should be a serious hobby. And you guys, should, you kids, should stay off the. I've seen these kind of conversations. Yeah, I think and you it, have to have room. For, you have it, to have room for everyone, though. Exactly, yeah. you have to have room for everyone. And the ones who who are so adamant about making this a strict hobby. Well, I'm getting into this hobby, and and this is for serious hobbyists. No, it's not. <laughs> serious hobbyists are welcome, but it's not the. It's not the exclusive domain of serious hobbyists. A lot of people are going to get into the... There are businesses that still operate in legacy mode on GMRS conducting their business. They're perfectly fine for doing it. It's perfectly legal for them to be on the air. And they have just as much right to be there as the new serious hobbyist. The kids talking the FRS channels, they have just as much right to be there. As the serious hobbies. Now, maybe they didn't pay a $35 license fee or $70 license fee or whatever. They have just as much right to the airwaves as any, you know, as, as the guy who paid the license fee. So I think that's what really gets me is when people go in there with an attitude and they're saying, we, you know, we, we got to get these people off the air. We got to report them to the FCC. What, what, what's the FCC going to do? They're not going to do anything because not because of fact, well, they're not going to do anything anyway, probably. But, but <laughs> aside from that, they're not going to do anything because there's nothing wrong with what these people are doing. It's perfectly legal. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see the fee changing having much an impact on that scenario, to be honest with you. I think that you're going to have – I don't know that – I expect too much of a change from the the fees in general. I think you don't think more people will be getting into GMRS and and kind of moving away from ham a little bit just because GMRS is a little more accessible and just about everything they can do on ham radio on on you know on with a tech license. Now I'm not talking about HF or anything like that. Everything they can they can do on with a tech license, which is basically run around with with uh, handhelds and mobiles, they can do pretty much with GMR. Now, granted, it's just on <laughs> just on UHF, but you know what I mean. It's every pretty much everything they can do there. They can do on GMRS, and they don't have to take a they don't have to take a uh, a test. Maybe you have a few more GMRSers. I don't know that. If I'm going to put in the time and effort to study for a ham radio test, is $35 going to stop me from, from getting that license? I don't know that it would. I'm certainly not everyone. But uh, I think that GMRS-wise, $70 could be stopping some people from getting the license. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, sure. I think a lot of those people are probably just using the radios without a license, maybe pretending they're FRS radios and 
Yeah, I'm sure there are people that do that too. I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of. I never, never. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But now you may end up with more people getting licenses because I think in people's mind, thirty-five dollars is a lot better than seventy dollars. Thirty-five. Well, yeah, there, there's a group yeah, of sure. people that the line for whether a license is too expensive is somewhere between thirty-five and seventy, and those people will jump in mm. once this fee change takes effect but i don't know that it's going to i mean, i hope i'm surprised i hope we see a, a huge influx of gmrs radio sales think, on april 19th i think there will be a, well i don't I, i'm not saying it's going to be an earth-shattering change it's it's going to i'm sure that it will be um a gradual increase I guess I could put it that way. It's going to be gradual increase, but I think it, it's there's going to be an immediate uptick of some sort. I think because look at all these people that have oh well, there are people who have gotten into the blog and the comments, and people who've commented to us in the past who we've read on the show saying, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until the fees go down before I get my GMRS license. I'm just not gonna talk on the radio." I'm just going to use an FRS radio or something, or I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to wait. And then when I get my GMRS license, I'm going to go buy a, you know, a KG935G or a, or, or a, a KGXS20G or something like that and, and start start talking on the radio then. I mean, we we get those. So there's no doubt that as soon as the $35 license fee takes effect and and everyone can realize, hey, I can... I can get it for half the 70 that I was doing before. Well, that's $35 more I can spend on a radio. Maybe I'll get a nicer radio. Maybe I'll get two of the cheap ones because I can, you know, get them for. Perhaps that, that, is, that is another uh, low cost radio. That's for sure. There you go. I mean, yeah. Well, do you think we've uh, beaten this license uh, fee change topic? Uh um, uh, pr- pretty much, I guess. Anything else you want to add to it? I, I think, I think they're, the changes are good. Uh, for GMRS, uh, I'm still not crazy about the ham ones because my license is due for renewal. Uh, my ham license is due for renewal next year. It's going to cost but, you. Uh, yeah, it's going to cost me. But, you know, look at it this way. If you have a ham and a GMRS license, uh, if you, it's really kind of shakes out to be about the same because before the fees, before the fee change, um, you were paying $70 for GMRS license, basically nothing for ham license, um, unless you were just initially taking the test and that's just going can, for the test. But can, now, now look what you're doing, paying $35 for ham license, $35 for GMRS license. That's the same as before. That's true. So it's a wash for, for you and I. It's basically a wash for us. Wait a minute. Can we renew our ham license now or do we have to wait? No, you have to wait. I think um, they give you something between 30 and 90 days or something. You can't do it any sooner than that. Uh, yeah, no. It <laughs> a bummer. would have huh? been great. <laughs> well, if you want to get a vanity license, you better act now. Does a vanity license include a renewal? Uh, No, I don't think so. No. You're just changing over to a vanity license. Um, but. That's unfortunate. Yeah. If it but included least, a renewal, then now will be the time. 
Well, I mean, if you want your vanity license, you're going to have to pay $35 extra for a vanity license. And now I can get a vanity license for free, correct? Right. I don't want a vanity license. It's a limited I'm offer, so act now. I had enough trouble remembering my call <laughs> sign to begin with. I don't. I don't want to have to remember a new one. Well, it might be easier with a new one that you make up. It's you know, it's only four the, letters. The, the old one is already is already in the head. So, oh, okay. You know. All right. I thought you forgot it. No, no, no. I have not forgotten my call <laughs> sign. I know my call sign. It's never okay. leaving my brain, and I, I can't throw another one in there oh. um, to it just mess me up. I'm getting old. It took me like five years just to. Just to get my uh, GMRS call sign down in my head. I keep forgetting that all the time. I like that you can, um, like on the 935G, you can change your radio to have it on the screen. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's nice. nice. That's a nice feature. Ooh, see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Save 5% with promo code SHOW. At that's checkout. right. You can even, you know what, just so you don't forget, why don't you go ahead and put promo code SHOW on the on the uh Welcome screen on your radio. Then you're going to forget the call sign. But at least you'll have that 5% promo code that you can use. going to start identifying as show <laughs> on the air. There you go. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that does it for a uh, discussion. Tell, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think, how you feel about the license. I, I think I know what everybody thinks, but but go ahead and do you it know, anyway. You know, I don't know what everybody <laughs> thinks, but I know everybody's got an opinion. Everybody has an opinion, yes. Everyone has a, an opinion. I'm sure there are some opinions on my rant earlier um, that didn't start off as a rant, but it kind of ended up as one. <laughs> but that's what makes this show so exciting. So uh, so gripping. I have a, a couple of uh, comments and questions from our blog and a forum at twoayradioforum.com. Oh, uh, yes. The first one uh, comes from iPoke Badgers. From first what? One, iPoke Badgers. That's what he calls himself. iPoke Badgers. Uh, he says, I really enjoy your podcast. You guys hold my attention even when discussing something I don't really care about. I've learned a lot. Thanks for spending the time and effort. And that's from my Poke Badgers. Uh, that's a, that's in response to uh, episode sixty four about the Midland MXT five hundred. Maybe maybe that's one of your relatives. <laughs> maybe it was someone who was not particularly interested in the MXT five hundred. <laughs> maybe so, maybe, I, but I he know. stuck around. Yeah, he did. He did. He made it um, to the end to get the promo code. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, this is from Archie. Archie wants to know, is the Ocean KG UV9D a GMRS radio? Thank you. And that's from Archie. Uh, no, Archie, it is not. It is a, uh, it's an amateur radio. It's a ham radio. It's, uh, for, it's a ham radio. That's correct. It's a ham radio. There, yeah. There's a, several variants of it, too. There's a 9P. There's a UV9D Mate. Mm-hmm. The 90 mates and I, uh, a very popular radio, by the way. The yeah, 90 mates like super it. popular because it's um, orange, yep, and it's a 10 watt version of the 9D, which I believe the 9D is five watts right out of the box. And I believe there's a special edition of the ni- uh, the 90 mate that comes with everything you can think of, right? Isn't there? There's yeah. a what is it? It's called an anniversary edition kit. Yep. It's, uh, Ocean's 25th anniversary. Um, commemoration, I believe. Yeah. Oh, they're 25 years old. 
Or they were when they came out with the anniversary kit, um, mm. but they could be 26 by now. Okay. Because it's, it's been know. around for a little while. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll say that. Uh, they, they used to call it, I, I will say, they used to call it the limited edition kit. That was then, when they were doing the 9D plus and all that, right? I guess someone eventually told them you can't call it a limited edition kit if it's not really limited. Like you, you're going to yeah. make as many of them as people want. Yeah, we've been carrying that limited edition kit for like what uh, four or five years now. <laughs> yeah, what was it? That was. And we the, sold a lot of them. We've sold a lot of them. Yes, so I think that I was a that different model that we had the limited edition kit on, and then with the nine D Mate, they they renamed it to the anniversary edition kit. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a better name if you're not really going to limit it. That's true. Unless they decide <laughs> to just make an anniversary kit and then we're, and then stop selling them in, in, you know, six months. And then that is a limited edition kit. I think that, uh, <laughs> I think what happened is they had one model that they sold as a limited edition kit where they, they, they really were only going to make a thousand of them. Yeah. And then, it was like, hey, why don't that, that worked well? Why don't we do that with a, another product? And yeah. it was never implied anywhere that there was only a thousand, but they kept the same packaging. It, it was weird. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, uh, if it sells, it sells. Let's make more. Uh, why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That's what they're thinking. Well, I guess it does it for the comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2waywradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. It's free to join, by the way. Just pop in, sign up, and and, and get into the community. Just, just uh, join the community. It's a lot of fun. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on... Uh, just about anywhere you can hear a podcast, and you can subscribe by email if you click on the email button. Go to uh, the twowayradioshow.com website, click on the subscribe by email button, put your email address in there, and you'll get the latest episode of the two-way radio show as soon as it comes out, and uh, that's that's all you need to do. Or you can just remember... Every other Wednesday, every other Wednesday, the show will be out. Just check your, check your podcast app every other Wednesday, and you are guaranteed to see an episode there because we're, we're that consistent for, for real? around here at the Two Way Radio Show. Okay, that's we've, a commitment. We've been huh? doing this for ten years. It's every other Wednesday. Eleven years. Eleven years. Eleven Where years. does the time go? Eleven, Eleven years. years. Every other Wednesday, like clockwork. Yep. Yeah, we're in our 11th year now. How about that? Uh, and we still haven't run out of things to talk about. I'm surprised. <laughs> All right. Well, um, before we go, any any final comments? I don't think so. Tune in next time when we'll introduce a new GMRS radio from Ocean. All right. I next, can wins- wait. next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's two Wednesdays after that. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or the other ones. They'll find us. Okay. Their, their phone will tell them when the, when the show's okay. out. Yeah, or or they'll get that email notification. Or they'll just remember. It's every yeah, other Wednesday. Remember. 
All right, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feemster. And we're... Out.